to the Phoenix and the Chief. I'm Sergeant Stanford, talking with General Walker and Chief Chaddock, aka Phoenix and Chief. Don't let this be the first podcast you listen to. Things move fast here on PSAD. Check out episodes one through six first for some context, then come back and give this a listen. To our loyal listeners, thank you. We appreciate your support and continue to ask you for feedback. Anyways, let's hear from the Phoenix and the Chief. Hey boss, let's go ahead and kick this thing off and talk about COVID and redeployment information. That's a great idea, Chief. Let me just set the facts straight. We do not have any COVID on the camp. No COVID on the camp. We just have some members that are in quarantine. That's right. Quarantine is not linked with the illness. Quarantine is a precautionary step to where we're going to put people in a separate place for them to live during what would be the incubation period of the virus itself. And that way, if someone does end up with contracting the virus, then they're already segregated from the rest of the population. That's the way it works. So we're just doing some things to make sure that we're keeping everybody here on the camp safe. I know a lot of people are worried and concerned about redeployments over the next couple of weeks. And let's just say that redeployments will not happen in the next couple of weeks. This guidance is going to unfold over the coming days and weeks, and it's just not going to happen right away. And the guidance is not going to be clear. We know that there are going to be some things that if they hold true are going to unfold in the next seven to 10 days. An example being KSA will lift their commercial international travel ban. That's supposed to go through, I think, the 30th of March. And right now, if you're coming into KSA, you're going to incur a 14-day quarantine after your arrival. And that's even on a gray tail. That's right. And so for any of our troop movements, there are two big systems that are going to have to align to enable these troop movements. One is the U.S. global transportation system, meaning the U.S. military transportation system, has got to be able to have the capacity to be able to move people in and out. And then number two, there's got to be an allowance, there's got to be approval by the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And it's tough to get all those stars to kind of align. I know that everybody wants to try to push the noodle themselves, but this is a time for a little bit of discipline and a little bit of self-control. The boss has been working through the crisis action team and we've been issuing some CAT directives and they're for protect, they are for protective uh, health measures for you and everybody around you. So please pay attention to those and contact your leader if you haven't seen any of those. That's right, Chief. And I think that we got to remember why we're here. As we're moving our way through the COVID-19 stuff, we got to remember that we're here to provide a combat capability to the AFSENT, CENTCOM commanders, and the Secretary of Defense, and ultimately the President of the United States and the American people. So we're going to continue to focus on that. Things are going to change. Things are going to be fluid. But we got to remember, when the F-15s showed up, the F-15s were here for combat. When the F-16s showed up, the F-16s are here for combat. We've also had visiting aircraft that are conducting combat missions. And one way that I like to think about it, Chief, is the air base is a critical part of the power projection ecosystem. And everybody plays a role in that. And that's why it's so important that everybody follow the CAT directives and really pay attention to what's going on because we can't have an unforced error that compromises our ability to conduct these combat missions. This is a time for efficiency and effectiveness. And right now we're in a three-point stance, so if we get in too big a hurry 
and then we incur a penalty on the play that could injure one of our airmen or one of our soldiers, and that's not what we're looking for. Our particular job here is deterrence and combat missions. That's right, Chief. The assurance of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and the deterrence of Iran and the malign actors in the region, they really go hand in hand. And it's all about just continuing to stay focused on the combat mission. Remember, our presence shows our unity with Saudi Arabia, and it provides CENTCOM the strategic depth that they need and the flexibility in order to project combat air power and generate combat missions in our area of operation. If anybody out there wants to see what our boss's boss thinks about that, so General McKenzie, about a week and a half ago, testified in front of the Senate Armed Services Committee. And he talked about deterrence being a sum of the capability and will of the United States and our allies and partners in the region. And PSAB really robusts his capability to have that deterrence capability against Iran and the malign actors in the region. And like we talk about very often, PSAP provides that operational depth and flexible logistic punches that General McKenzie is really talking about. And you can see that if you guys go online and download or view the online recordings. I think you'll see what we're doing is exactly what he's talking about. And again, that just underscores the, the criticality of the mission that we're doing here. We just need everybody out playing their positions to defend the base project combat air power, and sustain combat operations in any role that you have here at Prince Sultan Air Base. And I assure you, if you're playing your role, everybody else will hold hands and will be stronger for it. Just don't hold hands right now because you can't do that when you're social distancing. Figuratively speaking. Thank you, Phoenix and Chief. I know you're all wondering, can we pack any more information into this podcast? The answer, yes. It's time for our man in the sand question, which is... What is the game plan if COVID-19 gets on the LSA? Hey boss, I think that uh, all the meetings that we've been having and how we've been coming together as a team, Army and Air Force, I think the doctors have a really good plan and how we've married in with the Army medics. We're pretty, pretty poised for a great execution if something like this happens. Yeah, I think we have a pretty disciplined approach on this. You know, we already have a corner of the camp that's set up for isolation and quarantine if and as we need it. Public service announcement to everyone, please stay away from that. There, it is roped off for the isolation, if needed, and quarantine of folks. That's not for a place to be wandering around. The simple things like washing your hands, uh, when you're in the gymnasium, wiping down your equipment before and after use, creating your space inside the MWR. We know that you still gotta have a way to let your hair down and relax, but as long as you guys are doing the social distancing and making sure that areas are clean, before and after that goes a long way to keeping everybody inside our tribe healthy hey i got a great example of that chief hey sergeant stanford what'd you do this morning i helped marshall and launch a jet what jet was it yours that's right so that ties it right in guys so the reason why we're here is is projecting that combat power and let's just stay focused on that i think that is the right path for us all that was a lot of information Remember guys, feedback and man in the sand questions are always welcome. Stay tuned for the next episode, Wednesday, April 1st. Until next time, you stay sandy, PSAB, and stay healthy.